Hi, this is Colin from Worse in the Industry. We have a lot of laughs on our show, and we get in some pretty heated topics, so it's important to remember that the views expressed by the hosts of Worse in the Industry are our own, and in no way are representations of the views held by the Planet Ant Podcast Network or Planet Ant as an organization, even when we're right. Yell at us, not them. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit down. Yeah. Ain't nothing fancy, I'm still broke. Cross town like Yancey, I will throw. They say I'm in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in the wheel and they still won't. Attack of the 50 foot woman. Attack of the 50 foot woman. Imagine I just, that I, I, cup size. I went into. Um, More like bowl size. It's a place called Media Reload. Um, <laughs> I, I hate. I hate that shit. Where they're it was like. actually really we cool. Can't, we can't. We can't have like cool names for things anymore. Because we have to make sure that our store can be found on Google through search terms. So it can't yeah. be like, Willie's uh, Video Game Emporium. It's got to be like, Fix Media Now! Yeah, but they had uh, they had a lot of like like vintage video games and like records and cassettes and CDs and DVDs and Trash, all garbage, that kind of shit. useless, plastic. They also had a lot of comic books. Ooh. Like a lot of comic books and a lot of really fucking cool ones. Oh, like a second in Charles kind of situation. Okay, no, it's very Colin, cool. Do you remember when we went to second in Charles and found twenty something copies of the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie? I remember being kind of blown away by it because it. So second in Charles is like a chain, like a media yeah. resale chain, right? Yeah, so there's like, like Barnes a, and Noble, but you know, it's secondhand Barnes and Noble. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. They have, like, you know, instruments and music and DVDs and, and books. And because they have DVDs, they have, like, tables where it's, like, $2 DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, you know, I, you flip. It's like the Walmart bin, right? You've kind of, you dig through you, all you the garbage to find the gems. Yeah, see if there's uh, anything interesting, you know. Yeah. And so I was, like, going through. I was, like, wow, there's, like, I've this is, like, the second or third time that I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Oh, clearly, like, I'm I'm just fucking up counting, and, like, I keep counting the same one. So, uh, I did, what I did is every time I would find it, I would just pull it out, uh, and by the end, I had a stack of 20 DVDs <laughs> of Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Like, like, when they dumped all those fucking E.T. Nintendo cartridges into the desert, somebody was like, we gotta bury these. And the only place people won't find them is the $2 DVD bin at Second and Charles. Um, well, actually, they weren't Nintendo cartridges. They were Atari cartridges. Tyler, I'm going to need you to stay right there so I can come to your house and give you a fucking wedgie. We're gonna, I'm going to throw you in the fucking desert. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to bury you, you in a pile. Did you guys watch the, watch the documentary about the, the death of Atari? No. And no. They, they did a whole part about that, and they interviewed the guy who made that uh that game oh, the, like, the, game? The, the main guy 
and he was like yeah i went to go like work at that studio and i heard like you know they, they like smoke weed there and shit so i thought i'd be cool so i brought a joint to smoke up with some people and i asked someone like hey you want to like you want to go smoke this joint and he's like no that's pussy shit we got coke in the next room <laughs> yeah that sounds like atari yeah oh, good old oh. fucking absolutely insane nolan bushnell man it's good it's so good that there was a period in history where, like, you know, nowadays everything is, like, so sterile because everybody is, like, afraid of getting Me Too'd. Uh, who can't, like, insulate themselves from oh, it, you cancel know? Cancel culture back right? at it again. Like, everybody's, like, afraid of that stuff. So, like, the, the most, like, depraved shit that happens at a boardroom now is, like, it's, like, a dozen people who are on too much Adderall, like, uh, trying to, like, emotionally abuse each other. Yeah, um, grinding their teeth. But back in, the, and... back in the 80s, it was, like... Yeah, you slapping your slapping your dick around on the table like a joke, like oh, I got the like I'm, I'm a firefighter. It's my first day. <laughs> like, try, try, trying to get through the mound of blow they put on your desk as a joke because half yeah. of it is laxative. Yeah. Yeah. Once we uh, once we uh, secure this lease on our uh, our office, uh, we need to start bringing back boardroom meetings like that. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, no, yeah. I've uh, I've already got a, uh, a a little person escort service picked out. Um, Perfect. Speaking of little people, uh, I started <laughs> watching a film last night with my girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, from the early two thousands, it's a little art house flick. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, starring one Matthew McConaughey adjacent uh, Gary Oldman, called Tiptoes. Are you guys familiar? You guys, you guys seen this film? I have. I have. Tip- I have heard of this film, but never seen it. Tiptoes is a movie where Matthew McConaughey comes from a family uh, of people uh, who have uh, lived their lives uh, diagnosed with dwarfism. Uh, his both his parents, uh, his uncle, and his brother um, are all little people, and. His brother is played by Gary Oldman, who, uh, astute listeners will note, is not a little person at all. And he acts the entire movie on his knees because there's lots of scenes where it's just him and Peter Dinklage. And then when there are scenes where, like, they have to show Gary Oldman's characters walking, they just use, they do the, the Lord of the Rings trick in like the out of focus shots where it's like a body double but it's clearly not gary oldman it's clearly not him a little person i we did not finish this movie we got about 25 minutes in (laughs) we got to the point where matthew mcconaughey's uh like long-term girlfriend tells him that she's pregnant and because he hasn't told her that dwarfism is a genetic condition that runs in his family, because she also hasn't met his family, he's like freaking out because he's worried that his child will be a little person. Okay. <laughs> I, I, okay. Is it as good, and I use this movie to, to judge every I movie. I did not finish because, it. Because, <laughs> because this is the, the most perfect movie ever. Is it as good as Tremor starring Kevin Bacon? Okay, first of all, I just want to say this. Tremors is actually a good movie, so trying to compare it to Tiptoes is rude, is boldly offensive to me. Uh, That said... (laughs) I love Tremors. I'd give it it one out of five worms. One One out out of five five worms? worms? 
One Keep out on of wiggling. Five shitty Tremors sequels. One out of five worms. Keep on worming. Give it two it's, out of if, seven. If I gave it, if I gave it two and a half worms, I'd have to say you're wriggling. <laughs> well, and speaking of worms, those are in the ground. Speaking of the ground and things that grow out of the ground, um, we're gonna start the show about. United Fruit Company, because that was a real roundabout way of getting to the uh, the intro. Um, yeah. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome back once again to Worst in the Industry, the show where these three half-sharpened pencils attempt to uh, mark ourselves down on the tapestry of history and bring a little bit of graphite truth to the world. My name is Justin St. Peter, and I am HB Hardness, right in the middle, nice and half-mast to my left. Colin Stanley, was Randy Quaid in Tremors, or do I need to replace the batteries in my carbon monoxide detector? To my left. Uh, my name is Tyler, and uh, actually, this series is not about specifically the United Fruit Company. It is about bananas as a whole. Oh, I'm s- yes, bananas it's as about, a whole. It's about the whole fruit, and I have the same banana from last I week. I can tell so it's God, aged. that is the same banana. <laughs> it's aged. It's the same banana. It's yeah. actually perfectly ripe. You should eat that. Yeah, that's it's a very well-aged banana. Yeah, this would be real sweet. be real nice. Perfect Why texture. Did you, keep, did you just forget about the banana? I, for, I forgot about it. Okay. And I, I had noticed when I was finishing uh, up a few last thoughts right before we started recording that the banana was still on my desk. And See, you took that as a sign. The one bad thing about bananas, right? Because bananas are the perfect fruit. They don't have seeds. They don't have a pit. Yeah. The one bad thing about seeds, bananas... But is they the strings seeds. not 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 seeds that impede the eating not hard of it. seeds yeah uh they have the strings right and the banana yeah. strings are the worst part but if you just let a banana mature if you, hey, if you just like let a banana get to that that's special just like that special like age you know that special age where you know you're you're maybe you think you've put on a few pounds and you're not as attractive as you used to be and you know it's 20 years since you were in college but you know, your your husband's dead and in the ground, and you're out on the prowl looking for, you know, wicked hot cock. Uh, I'm just saying, once a banana gets to that same special age, that sexual ripening, all those strings kind of just melt away, and it's a really superior fruit. Like, there's nothing that stops you from eating a banana. So you're comparing bananas to boy toys? I'm comparing bananas to women in their prime. Okay. Cougars. Women at the height of their psychological degeneration. At the Women point where any time... <laughs> I think your girlfriend's going to throw something at you. She could. She may. Women... But it would I just women... be proving my point. Now, would I, women... I want you to women know the evolution of, of her face as you speak. <laughs> one of my favorite parts of recording. Because <laughs> I can always see it over your shoulder. Mm, it's nice. Colin is referring to women who will show you a thing or two in the bedroom and then get you a Lunchable and tell you you need to get the fuck out of their house because they got to wake up early the next day. See, sometimes it's nice, you know, being with a woman that old because in the morning you get to go down to the cafeteria uh, at the community center with her. Uh, and if you, you get into trouble, she can just pull out that fucking AARP card. She's got your ass covered. Yeah, it's free. Easy. It's Colin's on that gummy life. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, so Tyler, bananas. Yeah. Uh, so today, 
we're gonna we're gonna continue into our dive into the horrors of banana production uh today we will be talking about the monoculturing of bananas and a chemical called dbcp so most people have uh, heard the fact that every banana is a genetic clone of the same banana every yeah. banana is exactly the same genetically and that is correct it, it comes from the banana exactly it helps uh, streamline the production cultivation processing and shipping because they can expect the same banana every single time it also makes it consistent in taste and uh consistent in how long it lasts it's good for the customer it's good for the goose it's good for the gander good for the gander it's so, terrible for ecology terrible we'll, we'll get into that so terrible that process, for geese it turns out yeah. <laughs> it's terrible for fucking everybody yeah, it's, it turns out bad for everyone what would so happen that, if you fed a goose a banana i you'd get attacked by a goose dogs yeah, and murder, cats like murder them. chickens yeah, but you don't always get attacked by dogs and cats. Well, I always get attacked. I get attacked by, by dogs and cats fairly often, Justin. Dogs like anything. Yeah. Dogs are perfect. Um, I okay. <laughs> you can you can pretend you, that if you put, if you put something in your hand and and put it in front of a dog's mouth, they'll fucking eat it. You should add, yeah. Was, well, yeah, of course. But they're not if, like, perfect. If, if you put if you put some peanut butter on your cock, um, wow, he'll just just eat it off. He'll just, just chop it right off. Just Tyler's like a right fucking off. Ken doll down there. Mm -hmm. Just sanded smooth. Yep. So, Looks like uh, a prop from the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. So that process is called monoculturing. Uh, more specifically, a genetic monoculture. Uh, it's actually much more common practice than people realize. Mm -hmm. Cattle farms use it all the fucking time, yeah. So they can make dependable offspring, and they can expect what types of diseases they could possibly get, and you know, milk production and uh, consistent weight, consistent everything. Yeah. So. Ugh, love milk. It doesn't come without problems, though. An early example of this uh, is a little bit of a soft spot for all of us here. <laughs> Being the uh, uh, Irish potato famine of 1845 <laughs> and 1849. It's all of us. Speak for yourself, Bit of a soft Mick. spot. Sorry, I'm not a dirty Celt. I never had to. <laughs> I'm not a Celtic I'm thug. a Slav. Weird fart. Hey, I'm half Slav. Uh, so, we're, uh, the mainstream media has been telling me that Slavs are inherently violent people, so yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting I'm a free half, pass. I'm half Slav and half Scotch-Irish. I lost the genetic lottery. Oh boy, so, you did. Um, <laughs> the Irish produced one type of potato, that being referred to as the lumper potato. Lumper. The lumper potato. They, oh they populated every field with the potato of the lumper variety offering a cheap and plentiful food source for the masses but then came along i'm gonna try my best to pronounce this correctly the english phythophthora infestans so a type of water mold and it's a fungus that decimated the t potato and tomato populations not those famous Irish tomatoes. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, you know, a big part of the Irish potato famine, too, is it's, yeah. the English. 
The English. Yes, yes the English were in fact the parasites that caused the Irish potato famine. Yeah. Well, they are bug people, but also they were, you know, make, making them export, like making it harder to do. It. It's yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a thing. Yeah. It's like the same this, thing they uh, did in India. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like there's a pattern. Don't, don't, don't say that country name. I have fucking Vietnam flashbacks. India? Um, yeah. What? East India Company. Oh, oh. yeah. The, okay. Yeah. Oh, I was boy. like, is Tyler like a Modi nationalist now? <laughs> me, me grabbing my computer screen and screaming at it. Yeah, um. Tyler's, Tyler's like, we can't take sides on Russia and Ukraine because Russia provides the weapons to, to my government that ensure our freedom. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, we, we can't take sides on it because neither of them used the Raytheon RX-9 knife missile yet, and we are sponsored. We are sponsored. We can't officially Bye. support e any side in a conflict until Unless they the deploy Raytheon a Raytheon knife, knife missile. RX-9 knife missile. Also, we're Slavs, and it would only be just, you know, it's it's kind of like, it's kind of a Slavic joke, the idea that two Slavs are fighting. It's like, come on, guys. Like, Yeah, you're, you're, like, you're the same people. Yeah, it's like so, trying to get to work on a fucking treadmill. Like, chill out, buddy. Writing yeah. pig French in my journal. Day 10. The Slavs still have not noticed that I am not one of their own. <laughs> He's it's like in uh, Toy Story Two where they put the traffic cones, but he just puts like a big cabbage cardboard <laughs> cut out over him. Yeah, it's over my beret and French ass mustache. Yeah, it's it's just that Spider Man <laughs> meme of them all pointing at each other. See, um, I, I'm the secret race traitor because the Quebecois is hidden, the Polak is up front. <laughs> so uh, that. Uh... Fungus was known as potato blight, and when this fungus popped up, every potato plant was infected due to every plant being genetically the same as the one next to it. Yes. Numbers are a little rough regarding the death tolls for this time due to them not having any sort of bureaucratic way of organizing births, marriages, or even deaths. Listen, uh, I wouldn't want to keep count of the Irish either. Yeah, that's way too complicated. Uh, but it is estimated to be between 1.1 and 1.5 million people uh, died because of the potato famine. So let me introduce you to a banana called the Gross Michelle banana. <laughs> the, the what? The uh, Gross Michelle I, banana. I love naming bananas after phrases that you hear when you go into a, uh, an old G Navy G changing room. G R O S space M I C H E L. That no, that's, that's probably like, it. It's, it's probably gross, say, Michelle. That's just somebody saying like gross, Michelle. Like they gross, like, Michelle. there's like a there's like apparently a gag that cuts off the second S. Apparently, when it's translated from whatever language that is, uh, it it just means Big Mike. So, oh, that's French. It's, yeah, it's French. Fuck the French. So, <laughs> so that that is that is quite literally well, that is that is gross Michelle, and it means big Call me Shay. Ah. So now this banana was a phenomenal product for decades, being that this was the banana that was exported to the United States. It tasted slightly different, and is what the artificial banana flavor derives from. I can only imagine how tasty those bananas. I love artificial banana flavor. If I could yeah. get my hands on one of those bananas, I'd be. Oh man, you wouldn't yeah. see me for days. That uh, <laughs> that like artificial banana flavor is some sort of uh, chemical compound. I don't remember exactly which one it is, but it was 
significantly higher in the gross Michelle bananas as opposed to the bananas that we have now. So they tasted more like that, but they still kind of tasted, you know, pretty similar, but they tasted a little bit more like what we it's think a, of as like artificial it's banana. It's like a potassium compound, right? It's like, a, yeah, it's it's like an like alkaline that. compound or something. Yeah, I don't know. But um, 1950s, a, uh, a disease called fungus fusarium wilt or tropical disease one, which I will refer to them as TD1, uh, came to fruition <laughs> yeah! and spread wildly among the banana crops. The reason why it was so incredibly hard to get rid of is that it was a soil-borne disease. Farmers had to burn their entire crops and find a new form of banana, and in steps the Cavendish, mm. which is a much better name. Oh, hard to disagree, uh, so but okay. Um, I just want to say real quick, just to just to co co connect this to real life experience, um, we still deal with that that fungal infection every day in a lot of different uh, a lot of different places that aren't monocultures. I deal with fusarium every day at work. Yep. Yeah, fusarium's a pain in the ass, um, and you probably the the problem with the, with this um, with this fungus. Is what it does is it uh, attacks the vascular system of the plant and prevents it from pulling water from the soil. Yep. So eventually, the whole plant just dries out and dies. Yeah, yep. stop the it all dries up. Yeah, yep. the, the the root system will rot out from underneath the plant. And when you are dealing with like a potato or a tree, like a banana tree, that is a large, extensive root system. Mm. Yeah. The potato is the whole root. Yeah. So. Uh, are are our banana populations at risk? This is the real question. What is going to happen to our bananas now? And yes, they are at an incredible fucking risk. But this strain of fungus can be prevented by applying a fungicide to the plant. Because now we're on to TD4, so which is glad. a little bit different. But the fungicide that they're using, which I'm sure, Justin, you guys might use this fungicide at some sort of, like, uh... It's like a biological kind of thing. It's not like a chemical. Yeah, no, it's, we, we use all organic compounds. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's all it's like natural, and apparently it, they they've been using it for like the past like 20, 30 years, and have never noticed much of an issue. They've been doing tests, and it seems to be fine. It's probably um, like a it's probably like a salt, right? No, our antifungal agent is something that's called uh, it's it's a brand. So I'm gonna have to is it something it's... something Matrix? Oh, Zeratol. Yeah, 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 yeah Zeratol. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that is one of those, yeah. um, and apparently it's fine. Like it's it's really got no uh, no no problems as far as I could find, um, which is a good thing. Like if, if it doesn't cause any problems to people or fuck up the plant, hey, fucking go for yeah, it. Yeah, you know if it keeps things safer. Yep. Um, it's so, uh, hydrogen peroxide and parasitic acid. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, no big deal. I um, drink that every day. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, speak, speaking of things you shouldn't drink, um, let's talk about <laughs> DDCP, um, which is uh, dibromochlorpropane. Uh, it's a soil fumigant that was used widely for fucking decades, like almost a century. Most common was Dow Chemicals Nemagon and Fumazone, which Fumazone sounds like a shitty superhero. Yeah, yeah. Fumazone sounds like Plastic Man's sidekick. Yeah, it sounds like that sounds like if they tried to make a superhero out of like a uh, like a 
like a fucking uh, pest guy. Like, I'm I'm Fumazone. If you stay in an enclosed room that's poorly ventilated with me for more than fifteen minutes a day, you may be entitled to a <laughs> payout from the federal government. Oh my Fumazone god, is that, was is definitely that... a villain from Captain Planet. Yeah, my powers. <laughs> He's a villain from Captain I could Planet. leap buildings well, in a Captain single bound and give you mesothelioma. Yeah. So, it's Captain um, Planet's got real beef with Fumazone, man. It was found in the late 1970s to cause sterilization among men working at the Dow factory. Nice. And it was found that Dow funded multiple studies previously set, saying that it did not cause sterilization in rats. But what it did cause was what they said, quote, testicular atrophy or the shriveling of the testicles and it was found that the scientists didn't even test for sterility because they thought this testicular atrophy would not affect sperm count Dang, ain't no reason we gotta jerk off these rats this is yeah. literally just like fucking roundup with fucking monsanto <laughs> this is hilarious it's like does this sound like familiar to anyone <laughs> His testicles are all shriveled up. You think we should check that? Uh, nah, 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 nah. It's fine. Yeah, hey, you think nah. they don't pay me to jerk rats off? They pay I'm me to shrivel their balls with chemicals. I'm sure he's still got swimmers in there. I'm um, sure he's got swimmers in there. Two little fucking crazy nuts just hanging so sad. Like it was, it was found that uh, plant workers, like people who worked in the offices at these factories and even field salesmen had been sterilized from exposure to this chemical. Uh, I'm going to quote from uh, New York Times. But in 1977, the Environmental Protection Agency suspended use of a DBCP in most of the United States after a third of the workers at Occidental's manufacturing plant in Lanthrop, California, were found sterile. Cool. One third. One th it's thirty three percent of a giant chemical factory. That's like yeah, several hundred people at least. It's yeah. just it's just like when Monsanto was dumping all their PCBs into Snow Creek, uh, Snow Creek uh, in Anniston, uh, Alabama. It's the same fucking thing. They're just like, yeah, we just won't tell anybody, and if anybody catches us, we'll work out a backdoor deal with the state government. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the EPA made a the ban permanent in 1979, finding that the pesticide caused sterility in humans and also an increased risk of cancer and genetic damage. And now I'm going to quote a uh, Occidental chemical factory worker. Quote, it's too bad that they're having to use people as guinea pigs. That's how I feel. I mean, if someone come up and said, okay, you have a choice. You can work here and not have any children, or you can work somewhere else and have children. But they didn't give us a choice. They just, sure, I'll volunteer to go work out there. But I didn't know this was going to happen. Yep. So from here, uh, the United States banned production. And Dow and other manufacturers halted production and issued recalls on the DBCP. But one little company... I shouldn't say little company. They were a big company. Amvac. Well, a, little, a little, little company. Just, it's just, a tiny, you know, just a tiny little Main Street mom and pop shop. You wouldn't yeah. hit a company wearing glasses now, would you? <laughs> little, little Amvac uh, saw a way to make money selling this DBCP to countries outside the United States where use was not prohibited. Mm -hmm. There's nothing shady or immoral about that. 
you just find a place that has worse protections for their citizens. But what if uh, it wasn't illegal? <laughs> now, hear me out, Harrison. <laughs> Basically, that is what they did. Um, so, and in an internal memo sent around the uh, Occidental Chemical Factory, quote, should there still be a desire to consider continue consideration of manufactured DBCP, there is a need for inclusion of an estimate of potential liability in the economic evaluation of the product. This becomes especially important in a case such as DBCP, where known health effects have been observed and the product has received such extensive adverse publicity. Yeah, Fancy words for them being like, you know, we fucked up, but like, yo, know, we could sell it and like, maybe we'll be fine. Maybe if we just like send it, it'll be all we right. We gotta be careful not to sell it to places where people know that it's gonna yeah. sterilize we just, them. Yeah, yeah exactly. We, can't, but, you know. we just gotta keep this shit on the down low, keep it real hush-hush, and it'll be fine. Well, we didn't tell you because you didn't ask. Yeah, you didn't fucking ask. I love, so, I love that's my favorite sales tactic that I used to use all the time that like everybody touts that everybody uses. It's like, well, you just don't tell them things they don't ask about, which yeah. should teach everybody listening always ask everything because yeah, at the very least you'll have a lie on record <laughs> yeah so uh dow dow chemical told standard fruit now known as our you favorite know. fruit company chiquita. No, chiquita no 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 that's united fruit became chiquita this is dole fruit dole Dole, Dole fruit. Dole Bob Dole. I, it's Bob Dole. It's, I, I love, I love how, all these pineapples. It's every time I make Bob like Dole. the Bob Dole joke, and Bob Dole had nothing to do with the Dole fruit company. Nothing, Zero. nothing but he's Absolutely dead, so I don't nothing. care. But he did lose his virginity to a canned pineapple. Uh, that, is, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is on record. Cutting about that pelvis is, is like a circular record. saw. Uh, I, I said, no, it's cord, Colin. What are you? Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What kind of canned pineapple are you getting? No, if you, get, you no, it's cord. He put his dick in there, but he's cut. He still has it in the can, so the can yeah, is you, cutting into him. Yeah, you smooth off the edge. You pop a hole in the end, so you got a you got a suction. You're, anyway. I'm sorry. What kind of fucking machine shop are you making these custom pineapple can fleshlights in? Because I'd like to invest. I would like to invest. Colin, you don't know that that's what I do at work all day. I knew you worked in a machine shop, Tyler. It's, all right. So how long? How long? Pineapple flashlights. How long do you think you'd actually have to keep your dick stuck in a pineapple to get? Was it? Oh, there's a cat running outside. Before it started like dissolving it. Yeah. Sorry. Momentarily distracted by outside cat. Uh, uh, an I'd hour. Say, I'd, I was gonna say a little. I was gonna say forty-five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Within an hour. Right. Because like you eat it like over the course of a few minutes, not even holding it in your mouth, and it already starts to tingle. That's already like starting to digest. So, yeah. yeah, I would all say right. 45 minutes, it's starting to, ooh, let's do that. Let's do that. I was going like to say, a, all right, boys, trousers down. We'll get back to the viewers next week. I was about to say, like, now <laughs> we got right, some. We'll be back. Honestly, it'd be <laughs> kind of fun to do as an experiment. Like, we don't have to stare at each other's dicks or anything. But, like, let's get some fucking pineapples. How let's do some fucking research. And to see how long it takes for it to start burning well, once when it, you stick once your it dick starts, in the Once pineapple. it starts tingling, you'd pull it off. Listen, I'm, I feel like if we, if we posted this on B someone would do it and we could just get the results that way i'm not going back on 4chan so yeah, Tyler, that's i can't do it man i can't go back you can't make i me. can't bring myself back so <laughs> on reddit oh, ask reddit so, can i put my dick in this pie <laughs> how long 
No, the, the problem is, is you'll post that on Ask Reddit, and then it'll Somebody. get immediately deleted because a, a moderator will comment on it and be like, you didn't use the right format. You didn't use the right flair. You don't have high enough karma to post on Ask Reddit. Oh, fuck you. What an I awful fucking, fucking website. Hate, I hate Reddit Garbage, so much for trash. That. Gatekeeping like, my God. thoughts. It's like, God, I'm just trying to post on r slash tip of my dick and find the right porn video that I'm searching for. I'm just but... trying to find some local 17-year-old to have sex with me. That's all I'm trying to do. Okay, Reddit? And you're getting in the way. Yeah, so, so Dow and Standard Fruit had a contract for uh, DBCP. Dow would make it, Dole would buy it, or Standard Fruit at the time. No! So Dow told them, hey, you guys aren't getting the rest of your shipments that are in, under this contract because, like, I don't know, the government told us we legally can't. Uh, Fucking government. And government, Dole yeah. threatened to sue them for breaching the contract. Cool. So in the agreement between Standard Fruit and Dow, this was an internal memo as well, quote, Standard Fruit Company requires the delivery of the balance of the contract for DBCP for this year. Standard Fruit Company agrees to agrees to indemnity and holds Dow harmless for any claim by a third party for injury or loss against Dow resulting from the continued use of DBCP product herein. That's not how that works. That's like yeah, saying that's uh, like saying Tyler. Like cuz that's that's like legalese, right? That's like saying Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's like saying okay, um the guy, I, I'm on probation, Colin, I'm on probation, right? I yeah. can't get into any more fights. I, if, I, if I get into a physical altercation with somebody, they'll send me to prison. And, and then Tyler's like, well, we had an agreement that you were going to come beat the shit out of this guy for me. And I'm like, well, I can't, I'll go to jail. They're like, no, 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 it says here, we're, we're right on this little piece of paper that... <laughs> Yeah. That no, you won't. You won't go to jail contract. if you beat the shit out of this person for me. Don't worry, we won't blame you for him getting hurt. And it's like, yeah. what about the guy? Like, yeah, what about the, what about, what about the guy, the guy or, that I'm gonna beat or, up? Or like, or like the government that's gonna hold you accountable for it? It's okay. This we this murder was legal. We said yeah. we wouldn't press charges if he killed my wife. It's yeah. officer. He signed a waiver. He signed it's right an here. NDA. It's, I mean, that's fucking, like, that's literally what happened. Like, fucking Weinstein is like, yo, you can't violate the NDA to tell people I raped you. <laughs> like, and it's like, come on. Like, like the, the thing I want all of our listeners to know is an NDA is not legally binding no. if what they are doing is illegal. Yeah. That's if the case with any the law, legal document. the NDA is thrown out. Like, yeah. that's just how it works. Don't be fooled by... Uh, producers who tell you that you are really talented and you do have a face for radio and you're right there's not enough polish character actors nowadays well it's like when, when fucking alex jones says like oh, i can't say anything about that i'm under an nda and it's like you were just saying that they admitted to you that they're murdering and alex and... alex jones all the time like literally it's not even worth it to bring him up because he's literally all the time like uh, like oh yeah this person is working for the devil they're in league with satan they're trying to kill all human beings on the planet earth and eat every yeah, living baby human world uh yeah. but then they'll have like a guy come on who's like i was part of interpol 
and uh, I did kill lots <laughs> of people, cool, but I'm a good guy cool, now. Dude. And it's like, yeah, he's a good guy now, even though he just admitted to being a mass murderer. Yeah, like, he worked for the place that you say is literally the devil. It's um, there's no way this man is a disinformation agent. Yeah, it's fun. It's a yeah. fun time. So, so Dow would go on to ship 500,000 gallons of DBCP to Standard Fruit. Now, as we all know, as we all know, Standard Fruit would obviously inform workers about the sterility risk and give them proper protective gear. Yeah, of course. Right? Proper PPE and training. It goes without saying. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah surprise, it does. Surprise. Does, it, does it, Justin? It goes without saying that they're not going to do fucking dick. I was about to say, if, if, you think, if you think it goes without saying, you got a triangle shirt ways to sell you, buddy. <laughs> so, surprise, surprise, they never told the workers. Uh, no protective gear was, uh, was given to them, and the workers either applied this chemical to the plants by hand or were sprayed with DBCP, DBCP diluted water from industrial sprayers. Sick. Like, dudes, Just like... They would literally be like, like so covered, covered yeah, in this shit. It's, great. it's just like fucking Roundup. It's crazy. Um, yeah. so, so I'm gonna quote from uh, from New York Times again. Uh, in Nicaragua, Mr. Guido, I don't know if that is his actual name, 47, and others said that they used DBCP throughout the 70s without gloves, masks, protective suits, while the fruit companies told them nothing about potential hazards. Walking through the plantation, we breathed in the vapors, Mr. Guido said, recalling the times okay, when time he and his co-workers time. were drenched in the chemical. I'd get headaches, a bloody nose, stomach aches. You put up with a lot of pain. That's awful. That's fucking nightmarish. Yeah. My name is uh, Mr. Guido. Uh, but how do you? How is that name spelled, Tyler? G-U-I-D-O. Where? What country is he in? Nicaragua. Nicaragua. I think it's Guido. No, my name shit. is Mr. Guido. I don't... I don't... <laughs> First of all, I don't think you can do that voice. I think that's offensive. <laughs> second it of probably all, probably. Second of all, I feel like maybe if this guy is uh, a farmer in Nicaragua, he's uh, not worried about you know GTL. He's not worried about uh, fist pumping. He's not worried about frosted tips. Or well, maybe he should be worried about those things. <laughs> okay, he should he should be worried about getting a fake spray tan after he's been covered. In, in chlorine DBCP. solution in dbc yeah you need to you need to you need to trap it in there you know you really it helps with the tan um you laminate so, your fucking skin so it helps it with the tan. sloughs off so uh i'm gonna quote from one of the uh banana plantation workers here another one okay. uh quote this is, a, this is a long one so quote i was 16 years old when i started working in the banana plantations once I had been there for a while, they gave me a backpack sprayer. They didn't give us any type of protection at all. They'd say, go find gloves in the cellar, but there was never anything there. We even <laughs> drank some of the water because we didn't know it had harmful chemicals in it. When we got late around 11 or 12 p.m. and we were about to leave, we would even bathe in the sprayers, which, of course, had the pesticide mixed in. I never thought I'd end up sterile. It never crossed my mind. I'd been with my wife for two years when I visited visited a doctor using my own money, and the doctor had me take sperm tests and other tests. The doctor told me in the results, he said, quote, you have poison in your blood and cannot bear any children. I thought it was my wife's problem, but I didn't know it was actually me. The rest of her family, they all have children, except for us, because of me. My brothers, my sisters, all have children, but not me. 
because I was the only one that worked at the banana plantations. I get sad every Christmas when I see our neighbor's kids come to celebrate while the two of us are here alone. It's always like that. We're always alone. We live alone. Hmm. It's, it is that's horrifying. where I needed. That's where I needed to take a break. Yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. understand. Yeah. Can I mean, understand why that might be a lot. The 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 firsthand experience of having your bodily autonomy stripped away from you in such an incredibly intimate way, and mm-hmm. in such a way that you never knew. Like like he said, yeah. he never could have even considered because he was never warned. And I no. guarantee it never once crossed uh, uh, standard. What was it? Standard fruit. This, no. uh, this is standard fruit and United Fruit. It's 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 all yeah. of them. Uh, either of them, it never once crossed their mind to warn these employees or let them know or provide any sort of anything other than. No, they I mean, don't and here's shit. the thing too, right? Like, obviously, obviously, what we're talking about is, for the most part, just corporate negligence for the sake of the profit margin right yeah like that's mostly what's happening here but i would argue that a not insignificant portion of this is just straight up like racism like oh absolutely these these people that live in this country don't deserve like they don't matter their health doesn't matter oh what what does it matter if you can't have kids not oh like that's that's good that's good there's less of them like like yeah it's bullshit yeah it's it's eugenics it's white supremacist bullshit it's all tied up it's the same thoughts and feelings it's like when you talk about when people talk about these companies and they act like every decision that they make is strictly a business decision strictly a decision about profit and strictly a decision about cost that's bullshit because the, the people in charge are people and they have their own fucking agendas and part of that yeah. shit is wrapped up in this stuff nine out of ten fucking times yeah um so i'm gonna quote from uh environmenthawaii.org from 2007 uh-huh. in november a los angeles jury found that dole food company had deliberately exposed six Nicaraguan banana workers to DVCP, rendering them sterile. A Nicaraguan court had found that Dole culpable earlier, but lawyers for the plaintiffs said the workers were unable to collect on their judgments in that country. Jury ordered Dole and Dow Chemical to pay compensa- compensatory. Is it compensatory? Uh, compensatory. Compensatory. Let me redo that. The jury ordered Dole and Dow Chemical Company to pay consent. I can't say the word. I'm an idiot. It's okay, buddy. Compens. Okay. Yeah, it's it's Compens- bullshit. Compensatory. Compensatory. The jury ordered Dole and Dow Chemical to pay compensatory damages to the six, totaling 2.8 million, with Dole bearing 80 percent of the responsibility. Punitive damages may still come. Punitive damages did not come. Um, the the lawyer in this case uh, for the for the plaintiffs um, he said quote this is not about an accident he said this is not about executives who are forced to make a decision on a few moments notice they had plenty of time to think about it and to do the right thing and they consistently put a different priority above human safety production tons of bananas and this it's a it's really interesting the line uh that uh oh the plaintiffs would not be able to collect in nicaragua right yeah um well it's it was filed under the alien tort statue which goes back to fucking episode what two exactly. that we talked about that tort like, reform yeah uh yeah nestle right um 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a very similar circumstance to what happened with the people in Ecuador uh, with Chevron. Like, yeah. like okay, we went through the Ecuadorian court system. They got a major reward. Uh, well, now we're just going to leave Ecuador and say that we don't believe in this court's ruling. And we'll go to the United States and we'll try to, like, appeal. Uh, not really appeal, but, like, try to obfuscate this ruling um, where these Ecuadorian nationals can't collect. Where they can't yeah. come after us. Uh, because we'll be protected. Because America is the safe haven of thugs and monsters. We, like... Yeah. Th- it truly is. They are not... <laughs> We are trapped in here with them. Like this is this is the fucking cursed land. This is the this is Anor fucking Londo. Uh, for my soul's heads out here, we live in a mm-hmm. cursed place. This is where all the monsters come because they know that they're safe here. Yeah. Uh, claims from six or more workers were rejected. Meanwhile, some four thousand more Central American workers have pending lawsuits in Los Angeles over exposure to DBCP. While elsewhere around the world, the lawsuits over DBCP exposure numbers in the tens of thousands. That are recorded. So, yeah. Imagine, no, uh, re- you got to understand, like, how many of these workers are rural and even... Yeah, uh, how many of them, like, can't even, like... Yeah, they're, that, who aren't literate. Think that they're who, like, I can do something about this. Yeah, it's like, like you just, nothing, ha- yeah. like, or even make the connection. Like, how many yeah. of them, like, the, the tens of thousands that went through the incredibly narrowing process to even be recorded like yeah how many people just straight up fucking died or like you know just vanished into fucking obscurity it's unreal it's yeah. it's almost yeah. certainly many times over that number yeah dole general counsel and i'm gonna say his fucking name now and i'm gonna say it again after i say this quote because i want you guys to remember his fucking name his name is c michael carter said that the six verdicts against Dole, quote, are flat wrong in the result of junk science, raw emotional appeals, and false testimony. These six men were not injured by DBCP or Dole. We are appealing to set the record straight. His name is C. Michael Carter. And he's a lawyer for Fucking Dole? full of shit, yeah. Yes, he's Dole's general counsel. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, yes, so yeah. He is their corporate lawyer. Yeah, yeah. so he's the Neil Kotchall of Dole, where he's like, yeah, exactly. yeah child slavery is happening in this company, did it, and is profiting off of it. Uh, but the the court, we can't do anything. Uh, and he's he's just gonna straight up fucking lie, like fucking yeah. Chevron's lawyers do, where they're like, no damage happened, and it's like pictures and pictures of like a big pipeline shitting oil into a fucking river with Chevron on the side of it. Just like these guys are like, I worked in one place for twenty five years, the only place that I worked, the only place that I went when I wasn't at home or like going to like buy groceries for my family or like run errands or visit family like the only place this is the only place it could have happened like every doctor who's looked at me has given the same fucking results every test brings the same cons fucking like conclusion that's not enough for these people because it's never about real life it's never about reality or evidence it's about whether or not they can convince the right people to look the other way yeah C. Michael Um, Carter? C. Michael Michael Carter, Carter. eat shit and die, you piece of garbage. Yeah. Yep, so um, I'm going to end this episode now, um, and I'm going to talk about something that everyone should be aware of, and that's the fact that DBCP was not only used in other countries, it was used here a lot. It was used in 
it was used everywhere mm. because of how effective it was. Uh, I'm going to quote from clu-in.org. DBCP dissolves in water and may occur as a dense non-aqueous phase liquid. Its density is greater than the water. Free phase DBCP may sink to the bottom of an aquifer and persist for long periods of time. The half-life of DBCP in an aquifer with a temperature of 15 degrees Celsius is 141 years. Yep. It's the same thing with fucking Roundup, where they're like, in the field, it dissolves and it disappears because temperatures fluctuate and moisture levels fluctuate. But then we talk about fucking groundwater, where and most people get their fresh water from. Yeah, there's a reason why geothermal like heating and cooling exist is because in the ground it's always the same fucking temperature. Like it's once you get like thirteen feet below ground, it is a consistent eighty-four degrees Fahrenheit. That's where aquifers are. <laughs> that's where all the drinking water is. That's where the water that Strain. we drink is. Drainage. So uh, I mean, this Unreal. this shit was outlawed Fuck in 1979. It. So, by the lowest estimation, um, you know, we'll not not be dealing with this in another what 88 years. Yeah, roundabout. Um, well, I mean, if roundabouts. I mean, if you want to be more conservative with it, you could assume that plenty of people still had it and used it, just didn't buy any new shit. So, yeah, years probably went by beyond the ruling. So, I yeah. mean, it's it, more than likely it's not going to be until, what, like another hundred fucking years from now, probably? Yep. They, they fucked our, our environment completely, and uh, they knew about it, and they didn't do shit about it because profits are more important. Yeah, like, yeah. and all these fucking, <laughs> like, conservatives who bitch about we don't have enough kids, there's not enough people having children, it's like... Well, gr- it's because there are companies making you fucking sterile. Yeah, part of it is that. Shit about it. Part of it is that, like, On companies are working people to death and money. making them sterile. Like, but no, no, but <laughs> citizens united. But the economy. But, but the, the economy. economy. But really, it's not the, the economy. The wide. stock market. <laughs> yeah. But, but the rich people. But but the rich people. But I could be How rich. rich and what if can't what if you the- think of the people who have more you know, than you, know, you ever will? You know what, Colin? How dare you? How? Da- what if they get slightly less richer? They'll probably be fine. Oh. Whereas if oh, I get slightly yeah, less richer, right. I'll die. <laughs> in a debtor's... Yeah. It, I'll either die in, like, a ditch, like, 30 feet from my apartment, or it's I will really, be in a debtor's prison. <laughs> it's, really, it's really depressing to try to explain to a conservative that they have more in common with a homeless person than a millionaire. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, not de- it's just like, it's not depressing because... It's depressing because they don't fucking get it. They don't it. get it. That's not what's depressing about it, though, I feel. It's, it's depressing because you know that, like, if they, like, if the worst case for people in America because this for a lot of people in America this is the worst case you have a few bad weeks or a few yeah. bad months uh and you lose everything you become you become unhomed you're you're on the fucking streets if you're lucky you're living out of your car uh like half the time though even in that situation people won't like they won't make the connection that I'm here because I was fucked over at every, like, turn. It's, 
all personal responsibility shit. And the problem is a lot of homeless shelters and a lot of like people that provide services also think that way and think that it's you fucked your life up with drugs and alcohol. You fucked your life up by not taking care of your mental health. You fucked your life up by making these poor financial decisions. It's like, no, what did there weren't decisions to be made at the personal level at that point? You are forced into a fucking category and you're lucky if you can avoid the worst shit. Yeah. Incredibly lucky. Like the three of us, like who are operating at like relatively the same level of quality of life. Like if a few things went bad for any of us, we're fucked. Yeah. It's there is, there is the, the amount of people in this country who are, uh, one bad month away from homelessness Mm -hmm. is incredibly low. What was it? Like 80% of Americans live paycheck to fucking paycheck. If, if I, if somebody fucking crashes into me on the expressway and I need to go to the hospital for two weeks, I'm broke. That's it. I'm done. Oh, if I'm broke. And on top of that, I'm probably losing my job. If I have to go to the hospital right now, uh, you might as well just have me fucking like put down on the table. Like there's, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> well, I love this America. fun comedy podcast. Yeah, we make a lot of jokes here. Uh, so many jokes. Um, um, I told you guys. Do we have a, we have a right. call to action this episode? No, not really. Just like you know, don't buy Dole fruit. Uh, I mean, that take out a life really... insurance policy on yourself before it's too late. The, the, the thing, the things, the thing about these like giant conglomerates is like, if 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 people like. If a small amount of people stop buying their shit, it's not going to make a fucking difference. Buy no. the fucking bananas. They're cheap. Here's what needs whatever. to happen. To fucking tort reform. Mm. Yeah. I know people bitched about it all the time in the 90s so much that it became like an SNL joke. But seriously, fucking tort reform. Yeah, we need to, we need to start holding these, uh, these companies accountable. We need to repeal Citizens Fucking do. United. That if yes, if absolutely. you have a, a fucking local elected official that's going to Congress... The first question you should fucking ask them is, uh, what are you doing to repeal Citizens United? How are you going to repeal Citizens United? And if they don't have an answer, they don't need your vote. And that's, that's that's like the liberal just vote answer. Otherwise, stay outside their fucking house with a sign saying, repeal Citizens United. Yeah. Which you can legally do if you're in the middle of the street because they can't tell you to not be there. It's public property. Sidewalk. You, you can that. do sidewalk. You don't want to do the street. Yeah. Street uh, is jaywalking. I'm doing the street. They will arrest you. Yeah, street, shit. you can. Yeah, you they can will literally. They will arrest you if you stay in the street. They're stay on the arrest sidewalk. me on my property. <laughs> you're. Well, I paid for it's it. It's jaywalking. All right. All right, Mr. Sovereign Citizen. Um, we we are going to be <laughs> back next detained? week. Am I being detained? Tyler, We're going to be back next Tyler, week with an episode about boner pills. Tyler mailed his gonna, social um, security card, his driver license, to Washington, D.C., so he's not technically an American citizen anymore. Yeah, every time I get pulled over, they ask me for my driver's license, and I say, I'm a traveler, I'm not driving. I'm a traveler. He, he, uh, wow. he made me watch, his, watch him wipe his ass with his birth certificate. So Yeah. That wasn't even for that. That was just, it was, he just did that. It was weird. Yeah. Weirdly no, enough, I, they I, did not ask me about any of that at the January. January 6th committee. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Was, I don't know weird. why that didn't come up. Yeah. Anyways. That, um, that I'm yeah, friends yeah. with a sovereign citizen extremist. Sob sits. 
Any Sobsits. Anyways. Yeah, anyway, dick pills next week. Yeah, dick pills next week. I'm, I'm going to have an episode about uh, everybody's everybody's favorite early 2000s repetitive commercial uh, that I have forever burned into my brain. No, it's uh, even worse. Even worse. Because Cialis Viagra? is an actual medicine. Is it blue Viva Viagra? No, it's goddamn Enzite. Enzite? Oh. Yeah, we're talking about Enzite, motherfucking um, Smiling Bob. Oh, oh smiling Bob, Bob smiling. Yeah, yeah, smiling Bob. It's yeah, and I will say, Bob yeah, all of this was uh, his, his fucking dick is engorged with more blood. It's got all that natural red and taut like Alex no, no, no. Jones' forehead. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll be talking about that next week. Oh, um, hit us up on the socials and in the email, and check out all of the other shows on the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Thanks for listening once again. This has been Worst in the Industry. Bye. Bye. Later. Oh, kisses. Say I'm in a spot they would kill for. I could put them in the wheel and they still won't. I could probably get a deal with Coke. If I wasn't rapping about the past back, dealing dope. Got the offer and it's real low. Over one mil and it's still low. They all corporate, they all cute in suits. Yeah, on bullshit with all that poop to scoop. My shit going up. I go root to roof. They don't like that. They want mute the truth. They gon' switch sides. They go group to group. They want shoot the shit. Ain't got shit to shoot till I go crazy. Go and get the baby shark and hit him with the doo 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 damn. Big boy, you gotta shoot it with two hands. Couple John Doe come through like who's man's. Blue ball, nah, she blew it like two grams. Everyone I lose abuse the fuse hands. I'm right there on the edge of insanity. Overlooking Vegas, overthinking my vanity. You've been throwing shade, I'm enjoying the canopy. Everybody dies, so I live out of fantasy. Yeah, can I talk my shit now? I was playing two hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. Hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down Boy, you need to sit the fuck down, yeah I don't even talk my shit now unless I got a reason Everybody watching like Netflix got a new season I'ma get rich, hit the dealership, get the new bands out Bottom line 316 like Stone Cold says so They bury me alive, I was dead broke I've been living in the no-flex zone About to make a move, it's a escrow Cooking in the kitchen, my sauce like magic My pesto like presto Off a little bean, that espresso Little bit of lean like I'm getting over chest cold Got no chain, no, I can't chill A-ball, got me feeling like A-mill Can't stay still, can't feel off a pain kill Got the little orange pill, not the day quill They fake with it, they ain't real They talk about bricks, but they can't build I'm frank with it, I'm Jake Jill I only sold gas, I'm Hank Hill Tank filled with the propane It's like a 10K grill, it's a throwaway They never ask if I'm okay, I'm never okay Everybody wanna cut, it's a dry vocal I'm anti-love, anti-social I'm bipolar, I'm bi-coastal I might buy one and go postal Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down Boy, you better sit the fuck down